Thy word is a lamp unto my feet, and a light unto my path. This is Gary Neron welcoming you to the Lamp and Light broadcast, coming to you from the studios of Central Baptist Church in beautiful Ocala, Florida. Lamp and Light is a ministry, taking a book of the Bible verse by verse, teaching as it is to men as they are, without compromise or apology, speaking the truth in love, and our purpose is to give the lamp and light to all. Yesterday in our study of Hebrews chapter 11, Dr. Bloom finished with verses 1 through 12 and was preparing to start with the invitation. Let's continue from that point today. Now, here is our teacher and pastor, Dr. Andy Bloom. A right fear will move you to follow biblical actions that make your appearance a confident one, not one of shame. In other words, we too are warned of God, just like Noah. And how is it moving you? Because every one of us will give an account of himself to God. For Noah, it moved him to do those things that would save his house. And a lot of people thought, well, why are you building a boat out here in the middle of this land? What are you doing this for? What in the world is wrong with you? This guy's crazy. But too many parents are more concerned about their children's little league. Are they going to get to play? And it's a Wednesday night. Well, I, you know, we, we made a commitment. And so because we made a commitment, we've got to be honorable and have our child at the little league. Well, you made a commitment to Christ. Are you going to honor a little league? Most time you have them in the little league after you've committed to Christ, then you put them in the little league. Are you going to make a commitment to little league above the commitment you've already made to Christ? Some have clubs at school, some for the popularity of the children. You let your kids do things that you know are wrong, but you don't want your kids to think that you're mean or you're an old Scrooge or something else. And you're more concerned about that than you are their biblical training which is the most important thing needed in their life. You're hoping that going to a youth meeting or a Sunday school class or children's church once a week will provide them with all the biblical training they need, and it won't. God put that honest first on you, and you better do it. See, later, you're like Cain. The ground won't produce anymore. You can only wish that you had done those things. Now, with the ark, he prepared it, and by his preparation, the world was condemned, because they had an example of faith before them, and they rejected it. Now, like what Matthew Henry's commentary states on this, his holy fear condemned their vain confidence, his faith condemned their unbelief, his obedience condemned their contempt. You see, my friend, good examples will either convert sinners or condemns them. Now, the word condemn is the literal Greek word meaning to pronounce judgment against. While world is the Greek word cosmos, the sum total of the material universe. My friend, we live in a condemned world that is awaiting judgment. So isn't it interesting that verse 7 begins and ends with the words, by faith. 
Noah became the heir of righteousness by faith. In other words, God imputed righteousness to Noah by faith. Without that, he could have not pleased God. He would not have built an ark when it had never reigned before. Think of the faith for 120 years not to give up when he didn't even know what rain is. He continued to build the ark even when he was the center of ridicule. Enduring faith is tried, tested, and proven faith. And I trust that that is what your faith will be. The just shall live by faith, the Bible tells us. Obedience to the word of God. And all those that live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. This chapter will illustrate that truth over and over and over again. Yet the truth is, that same persecution is a witness to the rest of the world. It's a witness to the rest of the world of the faith that sustained you in that and the peace you had through it. Now, my friend, do you have the peace of God in you? Have you been justified by faith in the shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ? Having called upon him, to save your soul. What must you do to go to heaven? First of all, admit your need. I am a sinner. The Bible says that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Now, friend, that includes me, and that includes you as well. We've all sinned. We've all come short of his glory. We all need a Savior. You say, well, I might have done some bad things, but I'm not what you call a bad sinner. Uh, do you think that God said, don't don't eat any fruit off of that tree and you just take a bite off a pe- one piece of fruit and take a bite off it? Think it's bad enough that it calls for the death penalty? Well, it happened and God condemned all men to go to an eternal lake of fire unless they repent and trust Christ and Christ alone for their salvation. See, you can't earn your salvation. You don't add Jesus to your work. Jesus paid your penalty for sin. As Romans 5, 8 says, Christ died for us. You don't think that you're a sinner that needs to go to hell, that will go to hell, and you're headed to hell, then my friend, you can't be saved. You say, well, I'm trying to keep the Ten Commandments, okay? Have you ever told a lie? Thou shalt not bear false witness. Maybe you lied to get out of trouble. Maybe you lied not to hurt somebody's feelings. Maybe you lied for another reason. How many lies you got to tell? Be a liar. Well, just one. Let's think of it this way. The Bible lets us know that he's going to judge every idle word, every thought, even the intents of our heart. Now, let's just think through idle words, evil thoughts, intents of our heart, and James chapter 4 Verse 17 that says that him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, to him it is sin. So it's even when you know good things to do. For example, is it good for you to go to church on Sunday night and Wednesday night? Yeah. You miss? You knew it was good to do? What is it? 
Him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, to him it is sin. So let's just say that you have three sins a day. Now, that's very conservative. I think it's much more than that. But three sins a day. Now, at 62 years old, that would give me over 62,000 sins. Do you think I deserve to go to hell? I have been a preacher now for well over 30 years. Yes, I deserve to go to hell if it's on my own merit, just like everyone else in this world. We must admit that we're sinners, and we must be willing for Christ to cleanse us from our sin. In Acts 17.30, we're told that God commandeth all men everywhere to repent, because he hath appointed a day in which he will judge the world by that man whom he hath raised from the dead, the Lord Jesus Christ. See, when Jesus was dying on the cross, he was dying for every sin you ever have or ever will commit. That's, again, why Romans 5.8 says, But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He paid our penalty. He died. He was buried. Three days later, he rose from the dead. After his resurrection, he ascended to heaven and applied his blood at the mercy seat in heaven for us. He showed the penalty was fully paid. And yet that salvation is not extended to any man until first he believes that Jesus is the Christ, God in the flesh, who came to die for his sin that was buried and rose from the dead, that Jesus Christ was without sin. That's why the Bible says in Romans 10, 9, that thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Believing that Christ did this for you, which he says he did, and I have no reason to think that God would lie, then he's done all the work. Yours is faith. Faith says, he says to repent. Now, repent means to change the mind, but it also means to turn from. It has a double meaning. And we change the mind about, I want to continue in my sin. I want to continue enjoying the flesh. Instead, it's the idea of, I want to turn from that. I want Christ to take my sin away. I can't take my sin away, and you can't take yours away. They need to be cleansed by the blood of Jesus Christ, taken away in Jesus Christ, and so we turn to him to take away our sin. So by faith, we turn to the Lord Jesus Christ. And through prayer, we invite him into our life. Romans ten, nine and 10 says it this way, that thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead. Thou shalt be saved. For with the heart, man believeth unto righteousness. It doesn't just say that for with the heart, man believeth. He says, for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness. With the mouth, confession is made to salvation. Then in verse 13 of Romans 10, he says, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Now, that says for whosoever. Now imagine it said, for if Andy Bloom shall call upon the name of the Lord, Andy Bloom shall be saved. Well, that would be a little bit comforting, but there could be many Andy Blooms in the world, so which Andy Bloom would it be poor? It says, whosoever. <laughs> that means anybody believing in their heart that Christ died for them and rose from the dead. Believing that if they'll turn to him for him to take away their sin and to give him their life, that he'll save them. Believing he'll do that, they call upon him to save their soul, and he will. Will you do that right now? 
In a moment, I'm going to form a prayer. The prayer that I form will only be words that if you don't mean it. But if you mean this, then pray this prayer. Dear God, I know I'm a sinner and I need forgiveness. Forgive me of my sins. I believe that Jesus Christ shed his precious blood on the cross for my sins and died for me. I believe three days later, he rose up from the dead. Please cleanse me of my sin. I invite you right now to come into my heart and my life as my Lord, as my God, as my Savior. Save me right now. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, my friend, if you just prayed that prayer and you meant it, please write us and let us know. I have a booklet titled Building Blocks, and I would love to send that booklet to you, and it'll help you to grow in your new Christian life, and it'll instruct you in what you ought to do next. And so please write us so I can send that to you, and just write us to let us know that you've been saved, and then call someone, call a pastor, call a friend, and let them know that you've called upon the Lord to save your soul. Be his witness. Well, I see that our time is up. I want to thank you for listening today to the Lamp and Light broadcast. Please ask your friends to listen, because that's how the Lamp and Light grows. And my friend, please allow the Lamp of God's Word to be the light that you follow today. We want to thank you for listening to the Lamp and Light broadcast. If you would like a CD copy of today's message by Dr. Bloom, send us your name, mailing address, and include the radio station by which you are listening and the date of the broadcast. We would appreciate a gift of $5 to Lamp and Light Broadcast, 1714 Southeast 36th Avenue, Ocala, Florida, 34471. You may also visit us on the website and freely download the sermons by clicking on the sermon library. That website is www.centralbaptistocala.org. Again, the address for the Lamp and Light broadcast is 1714 Southeast 36th Avenue, O-C-A-L-A, Florida, 34471. And again, our website is www.centralbaptistocala.org. This is your announcer, Gary Neron, saying, May God's peace be with all that are in Christ Jesus. Stand so the hills may tumble, it will firmly stand when the earth shall crumble. I will plant my feet on its firm foundation for the Bible stands. I will plant my feet on its firm foundation for the Bible.